The best things in life are free, but what is the best thing you can do or buy with your money? Actually, I would love to hear your opinions in the comments down below. So I decided to use a big chunk of my money to buy financial freedom. To me, real wealth was not about money or about someone's net worth. It was actually all about freedom. I mean, aside from family and friends, of course. And to me, financial freedom didn't mean to sit at home once I've achieved it and do nothing, but it actually meant working because I want to and not because I have to anymore. Hey folks, I'm Jay. And today I want to share my approach on achieving financial freedom. And I hope it helps some of you out there on your path to a well-balanced and uh, free life, if this is a priority to you. There are also a lot of things I wish I knew earlier in my life and in my career. And I hope it helps some of you. And if it does, feel free to give me a like. So in the last few years of my career, I realized that it hasn't really been the money I was after. It's been always the freedom. I just wanted to live my life and spend my time on my own terms. So I was, I was working in aviation. I was managing an airport close to Vienna and I actually really liked my job. It was amazing, but still I wanted to be financially free. I didn't want to rely on my labor, on my salary to finance my life. I didn't want to end up living paycheck to paycheck. And boy, when the Corona pandemic hit, I really understood the importance of financial freedom because that showed me it's probably not good to depend on one job or one revenue stream, one income stream. So how did I achieve financial freedom? It was all based on uh, pretty simple principles, two principles. So firstly, I realized that I had to find a way to make my money work for me. If, if I didn't find a way for my money to work for me, I would essentially have to work until I die or until I'm very old. So the goal was really to make the money work for me instead of me working for the money. So you pretty much want to convert your earned salary into some passive income. There are multiple ways to achieve this and different kinds of assets you can invest in for your financial freedom. I personally decided to invest a big chunk of my money into real estate and I'll do a separate video on why I chose this asset class over some of the other asset classes, but also it's always good to diversify anyway. But regardless on, of which asset you use or choose, make sure it's a productive asset. So an asset that will actually give you some income, some passive income, any sort of dividend payout, any yield. So if you don't have any payout from that asset, you won't be able to finance your living expenses. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying do not invest at all in non-productive assets like Bitcoin, gold, and these kind of things. They might be great if you think the, the Fed is gonna keep printing money like it's confetti and <laughs> the value of your cash diminishes, which is likely, uh, and it has happened in the past always. But remember, those assets, they won't give you any income. So essentially, you would have to sell those assets over time to take your profits and then cover your living expenses. So my goal was actually to keep my assets, not having to sell them. Those assets actually make me free because I'm spending whatever they give me in income and I do not have to sell them. But that's my approach. So let's talk about some of the productive assets that I believe will help you achieve financial freedom. The first one is a no-brainer. It's actual physical real estate. But I have to be honest with you, it's not really a passive income because there's a lot of work attached sometimes. So 
when a tenant moves out and a new one moves in, when you have to list that apartment, sometimes things break, the light, the heating, maybe there's a water damage above. So there is always some work attached and you gotta bear that in mind. Also, when you invest in an apartment or in a house, do your calculations and make sure that you that your monthly income from the rent is higher than your interest payments and all the costs attached. I'm not saying if, it, if this isn't the case that it's a bad investment because the asset price might go up and you still have made a great deal. But just to be financially free, I always wanna make sure that my monthly income on those assets is higher than my expenses. That way it helps me cover my living expenses. The asset price increase for me is a cherry on top. It's a huge cherry on top maybe, but uh, it's not what makes me free because I don't want to end up having to sell that asset. I'll, I'm investing for that monthly or annual income to be financially free. And if you don't want to deal with all the work attached to real estate, there is a very simple way to invest in real estate as well, which is called a REIT, R-E-I-T, a real estate investment trust. It's basically a real estate fund that invests in real estate and does all the property management, collects all the rents and then pays out the profits to you in form of a dividend once a year. Here in Austria and Germany, some of those REITs yield still three to 4%, which is great, considering that on your bank account you get zero. Another very popular way to achieve financial freedom are dividend stocks. I recommend you check out the so-called dividend aristocrats. Those are companies that have paid out dividends for a very long time and managed to increase that dividend over a long time on every consecutive year. Um, but when, when you see a company that has a dividend that is a dividend yield that is very high, let's say 10, 15%, it's often too good to be true because sometimes these companies pay out more money than they actually make or the dividend is about to get cut. But the great news is you don't have to deal with all of this and you don't have to pick individual stocks because there are great funds and ETFs where you can just uh, put your money into uh, the ETF and it basically diversifies your money. That way you limit the downside risk of a company going bust or bankrupt or whatnot, but you still maintain 70, 80% of the upside potential. So no matter how great you are at stock picking, <laughs> I personally believe ETFs are the best way to go. And there's an ETF for everything basically. The easiest ETF to invest in, I think, uh, is the MSCI world. It basically diversifies all around the globe invest in large cap companies you should be pretty safe with that one if you want to be more specific there are sector etfs oil and gas there's tech there's healthcare etf there is a auto a car maker etf there's electric car etf there's a solar power etf every country basically has an etf you can invest in an austria etf you can invest in a poland etf you can invest in a singapore etf um, sky's the limit um, but if you do invest in individual companies, please do me a favor, please diversify. Don't YOLO all your money into Tesla or Beyond Meat because I'm not saying they're not great companies. I love both of them and a lot of other companies like these. Just that they won't give you any regular income. The asset price might go up and down all the time and maybe you enjoy the ride. But if you wanna be financially free, you also wanna have some stable income and uh, dividend stocks are a good way to go here. When it comes to diversification, I have a very simple rule for my equity portfolio. So basically, no company in my portfolio has more than 5% of my entire portfolio value and no sector has more than 20% of my portfolio value. That way I make sure that I'm somewhat 
diversified um, and I do prioritize companies that will give me some sort of dividend because I really like this income because this is what I use to spend to cover my living expenses. Another popular way to achieve financial freedom are corporate bonds. I'm specifically not saying government bonds because they're currently not yielding anything. Some of them have negative yields like in Germany where you actually have to pay them to invest there. Um, and most countries that are reliable have a, uh, a, a yield of less than 1%. That won't take your income to the promised land, <laughs> your portfolio neither. Um, but corporate bonds actually do have yields. And the great news is you don't have to pick individual companies. You can just buy a mixed bond ETF, which is, consists of investment grade companies, super safe companies, high yield companies. If you do want junk bonds in there, <laughs> you can have them. But I typically like investment grade and high yield companies for bonds. You can check the ETFs out again on iShares or Vanguard. Um, and that should be a good way to go. Aside from the asset classes that I've mentioned so far, physical real estate, real estate investment trusts, dividend stocks, corporate bonds, there are also a variety of other things like private equity funds, like crowdfunding. There's even crowdfunding for real estate and there are some other things as well, but you get the idea. The idea is to get your money into an asset that will actually give you some yield and will help you uh, generate some income from that and uh, cover your living expenses basically convert earned income into passive income. That way you manage to make money while you sleep or at least you're not working for money all the time, but the money starts working for you. And I'll do a separate video on the pros and cons of each asset class. That would make this video too long. So let's talk about my second principle for financial freedom, which is do not live above your means. In fact, try to live below your means. This one is easier said than done, I get it, because as you increase your salary, you also upgrade your lifestyle. There is a expression for this. It's called lifestyle inflation. As you earn more money, you also spend more money. <clears throat> and there is a study that shows 70% of the people live paycheck to paycheck. It doesn't matter on how much you make, but it's often how much you spend. So around 40% of people wouldn't even be able to cover a $400 emergency which shows you this lifestyle inflation and obviously it's easier to upgrade your lifestyle than to downgrade your lifestyle upgrading the lifestyle is easy but then downgrading it is difficult this is also shown with the study that a lot of athletes after retire they go bankrupt because they make a lot of money during their careers and they have amazing lifestyles but once this revenue source decreases after they retire they simply cannot downgrade their lifestyle in the way they should so my message is basically try to gain control over your money or your money will control you all the time. And I'm not saying don't enjoy your life because YOLO, um, you have to also enjoy your time, but also, ma also make sure that you save some money that you can invest in your financial freedom. If you want to be financially free, if this is a priority to you or if you want to have passive income. For me personally, this one was not too difficult because I was generally a pretty frugal person already. To give you some examples, so when my salary went up and also the salary of my friends and colleagues went up, they decided to upgrade their gym to go to these fancy gyms in the city center for 100 or 150 euros a month. But I decided to stay in the gym that I used to go to when I was a student. I like it there, but it's only 20 euros a month. Um, or when I travel, I love traveling. 
I usually travel on Ryanair or EasyJet or some low-cost airline, try to find the best deals. My company car was an electric car, which helped me to save 400 euros a month just in taxes. I also don't spend half my income on rent because quite frankly, financial freedom was always more important to me than living a luxurious lifestyle. So I decided not to spend a majority of my income towards rent. Um, what else? I share my Netflix account. Okay, but who doesn't? Uh, and uh, when I go to restaurants, I try to find uh, deals through apps. I don't go to Starbucks. Um, and there are a lot of ways to, to save money. And each of them looks very small, but it actually accumulates. And um, my message is just to not live above your means, just to have some money that you can invest in your financial freedom. The thing is the first 100,000 euros are so difficult to earn. So even the first 20,000 are so difficult to earn. And there is only way, one way to do it unless you have a rich parents or something, which I don't. I'm an immigrant kid uh, who was raised by a single mom. So basically living frugally, for some time to uh, get some initial capital to invest was uh, the most difficult task and those were the ways how I did it. Just try and reduce all the unnecessary costs in your life. Try to minimize your fixed costs and do spend money on things you're passionate about, enjoy your life, but just also try to save some money that you can invest towards your financial freedom and do not accumulate any consumer debt. So debt for products and stuff that you use. If you, if you do have debt for real estate or other assets that appreciate in value and generate income, that's fine. But consumer debt is really not good to have. And if you have consumer debt, just make a plan to pay it off and don't accumulate more of it. There is one area where you should never save and which is at the same time the best investment towards your wealth and towards your financial freedom. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about education. In my case, for example, when I invested money into my MBA, I managed to almost double my income right after and the payback period for that MBA investment was less than three years. I haven't found any better investment than this so far. So especially early in your career, keep that in mind. Do not save on education, also invest in it actively. So yeah, those were my two principles uh, to achieve financial freedom. Number one, find a way to make your money work for you instead of you working for money all the time. Uh, find productive assets that will help you achieve this. Number two, do not live above your means. Make sure you have enough surplus income and you convert your salary into passive income. If you manage to gain enough income from those productive assets to cover your living expenses, you're financially free, which means you can work because you want to and not because you have to do things you're passionate about. Because I don't think you, me or anyone is born to just work, pay bills and die. So you kind of want to do impactful things. And I bet there are greater things to do with your money and with your time and with your capital. But when you're young, I think investing towards financial freedom is a good idea. I hope this helps. If you like this video, please give me a like and subscribe. And don't forget, it's all about the freedom and balance.